With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Monday edition of the Outkick podcast. Jason Whitlock is our guest. we got a lot to dive into with the return of the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. Plus, Justin Thomas wins the PGA. But i got to tell you this. Uh, wins the PGA event. Thank you so much for all your support of the Outkick podcast. We have had an unbelievable run just I can't I can't believe it when I see the numbers. We grew another 40% in July. I don't even know if it's possible now to grow another 40% in August. If we do, we will officially be one of the biggest sports podcasts in the entire country. I think we're already basically there, but our growth rate every single month since March has been the likes of which I've never seen before. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for downloading and listening as often as you are. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you, and thank you for giving us the five-star reviews. So does the crew, Danny G, Roberto, Dub, and Eddie Garcia. All of us really appreciate the buy-in that you guys have had for this program. And I think the reason we're continuing to grow, most reasonable, smartest out there in all of sports. Uh, We got Jason Whitlock on. You guys are going to love it. But we began with a discussion of what happened over the weekend. I appreciate all of you. Thanks again for listening. Podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. NBA, MLB, NHL, all of it in glorious detail on Saturday and Sunday. The PGA, your boy here, won the first Lock It In slash Fox Bet Live title. I had Justin Thomas to finish in the top 10. He did even better than that. Props to Justin Thomas for how he performed. 
But it was just a cavalcade of sports going on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, literally now that we're into August. This is the busiest month of August in the history of sports that we have ever seen. And I hope you are reveling in it like I am after what seemed like an absolute desert that would never end of zero sports activity. Now, we got a lot to get into uh, here on the Monday edition of the program. Jason Whitlock is going to join us as he usually does a little bit later in the program uh, as he is making his way and has made his way to Nashville. Uh, So that is is exciting for what it's going to mean for OutKick and the two of us going forward in terms of being able to do a lot of different cool things for you guys out there but I want to get into a bunch of different big stories here Uh, off the top I have been saying this for a while but I don't know about you guys but I watched a little bit of everything over the weekend Major League Baseball NHL NBA and golf and the more that I watch the more I think that golf probably is the least impacted by all of the uh, restrictions that are out there right now. In other words, you can just sit back and watch a golf tournament, and it doesn't even look that different. Now, there were a lot of people in their backyards that were able to watch and uh, continue, so it kind of felt somewhat normal, even though they didn't have, quote-unquote, traditional spectators. But I actually think it's almost just as good. Now, you don't have to walk up to 18 and the huge ceremony and everything else associated with it, Uh, But as you watch, it doesn't feel any different at all. And I would say that the second best sport right now to watch in this sort of socially distanced coronavirus era is the NBA. I think the NBA on television, even with those kind of goofy boards and fans that they have, I have a lot of issues with what I think is a poor decision from the NBA in terms of going super woke. But I don't think the overall product, when you just sit and watch it, feels that much different than it ordinarily would in a larger, more normal context, right? And so to me, as you sit and watch golf in the NBA, you can find yourself pretty substantially and pretty frequently thinking, oh, okay, this doesn't feel very much different at all. Now, I do think when you watch the NHL, even though it's in the playoffs, the way that the angles of the shots take place the empty crowds are very noticeable. And I think on a larger context, it certainly is the case for Major League Baseball. But, and I've been saying this for a long time, if you told me right now, hey, Clay, in order to get the NFL or in order to get college football, you're going to have to abandon anything in terms of being able to watch uh, with fans, I would totally sign up for that in a heartbeat. Now, I think we're going to have around... 10 or 20% fans at most football games. I really do before all is said and done. But it doesn't really bother bother me hardly at all to not have fans present if I can sit back on my couch and watch. And I feel like as you watch the PGA uh, championship event, the, 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 the FedEx Cup or whatever they want to call it, uh, the WGC, I didn't think it felt very different at all down the stretch because there were enough people scattered around watching in front yards and whatnot that it didn't feel very much different at all. It was just a really genuinely enjoyable golf experience and Justin Thomas was just on fire and uh, and it was a lot of fun to watch because he won me the, the contest. Now, NBA, I think we got larger issues going on with the NBA right now. What do I mean by that? 
Uh, I want to dive into some of the numbers that we're seeing from the NBA and explain why I think it's a significant issue, even though a lot of people aren't talking about it right now. In particular, if you remember, the NBA season began on a, uh, I think it was a Thursday night back at the Clippers and the Lakers game in LA and Staples Center. I think it was on October 28th. It feels like it was such a long time ago back on October 28th when the Lakers and the Clippers started off and what was going to be the battle for LA. I was there in person watching it with my bosses at Fox Sports Radio, Don Martin and Scott Shapiro. It was an electric environment inside of Staples Center, just an absolutely thrilling and, uh, and really cool environment to have been a part of. What's ominous, I think, for the NBA is that more people in October, way back on October 28th, watched the Lakers and the Clippers play than watched the Lakers and the Clippers play on the opening Thursday night of the return season in the NBA bubble. That is, even with nobody having anything to do, and even without competing with the NFL, and even without competing with most sports in general, in any kind of similar fashion, the Lakers and the Clippers drew less viewers in the NBA bubble. And then the numbers on, that was on TNT, and then the numbers on ESPN on the opening Friday of NBA games were only up 2%. So we are talking about the NBA, which didn't play going all the way back to March the 11th, not in any way experiencing a massive increase of overall fans like we saw happen with NASCAR, like we saw happen with Major League Baseball, and I'm betting like we'll see happening for the hardcore hockey fan out there. By and large, remember how many people watched, for instance, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? Way more people watched that golf exhibition event than any returning NBA game. And so I think if you are being honest with yourself, the NBA is looking around saying, wait a minute, why didn't our audience come back like we anticipated it was going to come back for that opening game? And putting in the context, Major League Baseball never, never, ever dominates on a national level uh, the NBA. More people watched the return of the NBA sorry, the return of Major League Baseball, then watched the return of the NBA. That never happens. They were one week apart on Thursdays. Why is that? I think what you're starting to see, and I think what you're going to see in a substantial amount going forward, is this. The people who are out there screaming that they want politics mixed with sports are a tiny, tiny minority of the overall sports fan. And if you are a casual NBA fan, it's, it's as if people don't recognize that there are lots of people out there who voted for Donald Trump and are conservative and still like the NBA, right? There are millions of those people, tens of millions of those people. And you might consider it to be a form of cognitive dissonance, but a lot of people can like the NBA and not agree with NBA players and coaches about who should actually be elected president of the United States. And yet, the NBA was able to draw all those people in as part of what I think was a brilliant marketing campaign that they had for years and years and years, which was NBA action is fantastic. 
And I think what has happened is Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, they all built the NBA into a massively successful brand. And a lot of the guys cashing checks now don't realize what it was like when the NBA didn't have the audience that they had today and everybody wasn't making the massive dollars that they're making today. And so as a result, I think they are following the lead, unfortunately for them, of what is going on right now on social media, and they don't realize that they're alienating far more people than they're actually gaining. And I hope they reverse course soon, because I think there are a lot of you out there listening to me right now who just want to watch sports and want to escape everything that's going on in the serious world. There are plenty of places right now, if you feel like, man, the country has gone insane, there are plenty of places where you can go to get political news straight up. But I think most of you don't want to turn on an NBA game and see everybody kneeling. And you don't want to turn on an NBA game and see everybody with names on the back of their jerseys that has nothing to do with the actual players and not to mention the court itself. Now, any one of those three things, maybe it's okay, but I think the NBA is going way over the top in the way that they are responding uh, to uh, the restart of their season. And I think people are voting with their eyeballs and choosing not to watch. Now, some of you out there, a lot of you even, listen to this show and you say, hey, if X happens, I'm not going to watch anymore. And what I would say is take this outside of the world of sports. Well, let's start, stay in the world of sports to start with. This is a basic business question to me. How many people are more likely to watch hyper-political sports action? I think almost zero. Because I think most of the people who want sports to be hyper-political are either not really fans or they are already watching. They're not going to change their behavior at all. If I told you out there for any business, hey, if you undertake this activity, you won't gain any customers at all and you might lose substantial numbers of them, would you still do it? I would say it's a really bad business decision. I would say it doesn't make sense. The goal of any business is to get bigger, to serve more customers, to grow the best way that you know how. That's my goal on this radio show. And by the way, thank you for all the growth. We set another record in July. We were up 40% in total downloads of our podcast. 40%. We have tripled our audience since March began. That's unheard of. There's probably not another show out there in the entire country that has tripled its sports audience in the month since between March and the end of July. I bet there's not a single one out there in the country. Certainly, there's no national brand that has done that. My goal is to grow my show. We're doing that. If you came to me, if my bosses came to me and they said, hey, Clay, your show has stopped growing completely, and in fact, it may be going backwards, I would say, okay, man. What are we doing wrong that is making our show not work? That's the number one goal of anybody out there, right? Grow their business. I think the NBA is making a tremendous mistake here because I believe they are looking at what's popular on social media and they are considering it to be the real world. And I think they are losing a lot of casual fans, guys, girls who became huge fans because of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and because of Michael Jordan, and they are replacing them with people who like to watch two-minute videos on Instagram. And they think that their audience is Instagram, but the reality is you need people who are going to watch 
two-and-a-half-hour basketball games, not people who are going to watch two-minute highlight videos on Instagram. And they are wildly overvaluing the Instagram portion of their audience, the woke portion of their audience on social media. Now, if I am correct about this, and the early numbers out of the NBA suggest that I am, compared to every other sport, the NBA has not experienced any kind of growth despite the fact that there were no games for months. And usually that massive growth fades, so the NBA is starting at a massive deficit to where places like NASCAR and the UFC and the PGA and Major League Baseball started. What the data has reflected is, over time, as you give people a lot more options, the audiences are going to decline. Because if water finds its level, oh, there's only so many NHL fans, there's only so many NBA fans, the curiosity factor begins to disappear. And so when you actually look at what the data is reflecting, I'd be nervous if I was an NBA owner or executive or player right now. And the bigger issue here is, and I think this is a massive issue, players and owners and to a certain extent coaches for sure have all forgotten what it's like and who they play for. And this circles back around to who they think their audience is versus who their actual audience is. I don't know what's going to happen by the time they get to the playoffs, but the data reflects that the NBA audience is going to continue to diminish. And if I'm ESPN, I'm nervous about that, and I'm questioning, did we go too far in embracing politics? Major League Baseball, you watch Major League Baseball now, it's basically just the game, right? Early on, they tried to be political. They put things on the pitcher's mound. They basically have turned that off. You watch a Major League Baseball game right now, and there's some funny stories out there. I'm sorry if you're a Mets fan. We'll get into that a little bit later in the program. But it's basically just the game. If you watch the PGA, it's basically just the game. If you watch the NHL, it's basically just the game. We'll have to wait and see what the NFL and college football end up doing in the event they're playing. But the NBA by far is the most active in terms of making you realize, hey, you're not just being getting entertainment here. This is about a bigger statement. I want you to know, everybody, what my politics are. Uh, This is, I think, something that is worth significantly considering. Is what is the overall impact going to be going forward? Because I think if it's just basketball, as I started off by telling you guys this, basketball and golf are the two sports that you can watch on television with the least remembrance of the fact that we're in different times. You can lose yourself on the golf course if you're out golfing on your own or if you're watching this and you don't think about anything else, which is why a lot of people like to get out on golf. Go have some drinks, hang out with a couple of buddies, play some golf. You're out there for four hours or whatever the heck it is. Hopefully you're back in within four hours. You're probably a lot like me. By the time you get to 12 or 13, you're like, man, I wish somebody had just decided a golf round was 12 holes instead of 18 because it'd be a lot easier to finish. Uh, But to me, I think this is something that the basketball has to think about, that the NBA has to think about. They have a pretty good television product going on right now. But they've got to escape the idea that they are going to be the wokest sports league if they want to maintain their audience. And one of the challenges in general, I think, is that players are so far removed from fans now, they don't know what average fans want from them. Most people 
want from their athletes for the athletes to be as entertaining as possible in the actual sport. And they don't care about anything other than that. That is the vast majority of American sports fans. The problem is social media is selling on these leagues and selling on these individual athletes. Oh, we need you to have opinions on everything under the sun. We need you to embrace things other than sports. And that's the exact wrong advice. They are following the advice of social media, which I believe is going to lead them down a primrose path of unbelievable disaster. All right, I'm going to continue to talk about this. When we come back, we got a lot of different stories to chase. I want to hit on one that I think is unbelievable, uh, and that is what is going on with uh, the Mets and Jonas Cespedes and his decision. If you didn't see these details, you are going to see them, and you are going to be like, oh, my God, this is incredible, and also talk about some of the challenges that Major League Baseball is facing on their return. If you're listening right now, too, and you want me to dive into the Pac-12 and the mess that is now going on in college football, trust me, I'm going to dive into that in a big way to start off our number two on this program. So if you want my significant dial-in to what's going on in the world of college sports, make sure you download the podcast if you're only going to be in your car for the open of the show. And again, I will dial into that to start off our two big, big significant discussion about everything that's going to be going on from there. And then after I do that, I will have Jason Whitlock with me for the remainder of the show, the part of a second hour, and then also all of hour number three for those of you out there who want to hear him. So I appreciate all of you. Thank you for hanging out with us. This is Outkick Monday edition. Again, props to Justin Thomas. Thank you to him for winning this, uh, the, winning the WGC event and winning your boy uh, the first week title in season three of uh, Fox Bet Live slash Lock It In, which you can watch every single day at four Eastern, three Central, two Mountain, one Pacific. We're back on every single day on FS1 on television. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be this is pretty funny. I wanted to hit this with you guys. Uh, so, Ioannis Cespedes, I think I pronounced that correctly, uh, he didn't show up today. Okay, the Mets are in the process of getting run by the Atlanta Braves, much to my nine-year-old's uh, glee. And I've actually got to talk about this with you guys. I'm not a huge Major League Baseball fan, but my nine-year-old has become such a Braves fan. I grew up a fan of the Cincinnati Reds. Was really excited when they won the 1990 World Series. Used to go to old school Riverfront Stadium, watch the Reds. We were a local here in Nashville where I live. We got local Reds games on our Fox affiliate. So I listened to Marty Brenneman, Joe Nuxall. I mean, I grew up a big fan of that team watching them play. But then, in all honesty, after the 1994 strike... I was as big of a baseball fan as you can imagine from about the age of six to about the age of 15. But then the strike happened and I stopped caring as much and I just, I I wasn't watching as often. Okay, fast forward to now. My nine-year-old is a huge Braves fan and I've talked about this a lot on the show. And I'm considering, considering, maybe we need to talk about this later this week when we open up phone calls because I'm curious what you guys are going to think about this. I'm considering switching my allegiance to the Atlanta Braves because it's more fun now because my nine-year-old is a big Braves fan 
it's more fun to be able to watch games and root alongside of him. Now, I realize that means that every October for the rest of my life is going to stink, and I'm not going to be, let's be honest, I'm not going to be getting that impacted by what happens with the Braves. I'm never going to be as big of a fan of them as I am other people. But like a lot of you, when I have a kid, uh, when you have kids, you start watching sports through their eyes again. And I now root for my favorite teams to win uh, and also their favorite teams to win because I just like to see them happy. So I'm thinking about becoming a Braves fan and abandoning the Reds to the extent that I was really still a Reds fan at all. They were the team I grew up rooting for, but I would make, you know, sort of basically make myself a disinterested baseball fan. Used to be a huge baseball fan. Back in the day when I was home by myself during the summer, long summer days to fill, I'd watch the Cubs every day on WGN with Harry Carey and Steve Stone. I'd watch the Reds, like I said, on the local Fox affiliate, good old school WTBS. I'd watch the Braves. I watched baseball all day long. Now, and then I'd stay up for the late game and watch that on, I think it was ESPN back in the day. They'd play the Dodgers or whatever games they'd have on the West Coast. That was one of the great things about being a kid in the summer, if you were a baseball fan, was being able to stay up for them. But now I'm not sure really what direction I'm going to go, but I'm leaning towards just becoming a Braves fan to go with my nine-year-old. reason why I'm talking about the Braves is because they've been beating the crap out of the New York Mets, and this is a vintage Mets story. I'm sorry if you are a Mets fan, to have to bring this up with you. Uh, But when Ioannis Cespedes didn't show up today, the Mets sent security to his hotel room. They were concerned about him. They were like, where is this guy? Why is he not here for the game? They found the room empty. He had taken all his belongings and left without letting the Mets know that he was finished with the season. So they sent security to his room. It was empty. And he's now finished for the season. So the Mets, as if things were not going, uh, were going poorly enough already, the Mets were already getting crushed by the Braves and they have not been playing very well in this series so far. And we're now 10 games into the season, which doesn't seem like it's that many games into the season. But when you start to think about it, when you're only playing 60 games, that's a pretty significant part of the season. And so you start to look at it and say, man, the, the, the Mets have not had a very good start to the season. Well, let's look at the, the numbers. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's only 10 games in, but when you have lost another game to the Braves and you're getting run and you've got a big-time player who's not going to play and you're now 3-7, and seven, I think this is what's going to happen going forward even more, which is I think if teams start to be bad, Because again, only 10 games, yes, but that's the equivalent of playing 30 games, right? Roughly. So when the the Mets are sitting here at three and seven, it's actually like starting the season something like nine and and 20, right? And when the Braves are sitting there at seven and three, uh, that's a really great run, but it's actually like being, you know, 20 and six or so through the season when you consider how few games are going to be played. So I think what's going to end up happening here is other baseball players are going to make this decision. They're just going to say, peace out. If their team is playing poorly and we're sitting, you know, at 30 games into the season or whatever it is, they're not going to stick around and be like, hey, let's turn this around. We can still win. They're going to say, screw it. Let's bounce. I'll just be ready for next season. I don't want to play this year. 
I think that's going to be an issue. Now, for the teams that are better and keep rolling, I think they're going to be like, well, we're going to win the World Series. But I think there's going to be a lot of teams that make the decision, hey, we got to just bounce. And who knows exactly what might happen uh, as we go forward and think about what the larger universe of Major League Baseball is going to look like with all the testing failures and everything else. They put the Marlins players on that bus, evidently, right? I think that's true, Dub. That wasn't just a fake. They put the Marlins players on the bus and sent them all the way back down to Miami. I don't know who drove the bus. It's an interesting question. I also don't know why you couldn't have just gotten a private jet and flown them back, and maybe this was partly try to teach them a lesson about what happens when you don't follow the correct protocols and correct rules. Uh, But... I think this uh, just basically piecing out move, even though it's incredibly, incredibly disrespectful. I mean, think about how disrespectful that is. All you had to do was call your boss and be like, you know what, I'm deciding to opt out. And you could make up an excuse, not the right decision for my family, whatever it is. You don't even notify the team such that they're afraid something might have happened to you and they go to your hotel room and just find it completely cleaned out. Do you know what a jerk move that is? All, literally all you have to do, it's never been easier to communicate with somebody. You can pick up a cell phone and go right to them and be like, hey, I'm sorry, I've decided it's not for me, I'm out. All you had to do was send a text message. All you had to do was pick up the phone and make a single call, and you don't have the basic decency or communication skills to be willing to do that. It's unbelievable. But it probably won't even impact Cespedes. He'll just make more money in the offseason because somebody will look at his talent and they'll say, you know what? He's healthy. He just didn't want to play. And so let's go ahead and give him some money. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be uh, I'm actually curious. We're going to get into this uh, at the start of hour two. If you're a fan of a Pac-12, you may need some maximum pain relief as well because everything surrounding football now has moved from are they going to play to the demands that are made by student athletes about compensation, which is an interesting and intriguing conversation. And again, we're probably going to have the most intelligent discussion of that that you will hear anywhere to start off the second hour of the program. So make sure you download the podcast and don't miss a minute if you're arriving at work or you're just able to hear a few minutes here. I thought this was important news, and I haven't seen it talked about very many places. And so I want to dive into it here to discuss with you guys uh, this is uh, this is a big deal. Um, how are we going to bring sports back in a safe manner is a question that has obviously been debated for months out there, and it also factors in on whether kids should be back in school and everything like that. Well, there aren't a ton of examples out there of seasons that have been completed, but I did think this was significant. And we must have a lot of listeners in Iowa because you guys blew me up with this uh, over the weekend. It's probably the thing I've gotten DM to me more than almost anything. Iowa high school baseball went on. They both high school baseball and high school softball, and they finished the season. Uh, and I believe Iowa is the only state where they played high school baseball and softball to completion across the entire state. And obviously, you guys can reach out to me and let me know if there are other states, but the one that I saw the most was Iowa high school baseball and softball. Uh, And this I'm reading from a gentleman named uh, Chris Hassel, who who works uh, a variety of different places, but he tweeted this out. Uh, It wasn't perfect sailing, but... 
94% of Iowa high school baseball teams were unaffected by the coronavirus. 96% of the teams that started finished their season. All infections were reportedly mild, and fans were allowed to watch the game all season. Okay? So they had massive amounts of people who actually came and watched these events in the crowds. And I'm reading from Iowa High School Baseball's official Twitter feed. Uh, They said, thanks for your support. They had the best attended state uh, tournament in Iowa since 2014 uh, in the middle of a global pandemic and with safety protocols. And they posted all of the numbers of people that actually came out and watched. And this past year, they had just shy, the one they just finished, just shy of 30,000 people who came and watched. And that was the most people who have watched Iowa high school baseball going all the way back to 2014. So not only did they have no issues with actually playing the sport, they were able to have crowds present and had just shy of 30,000 fans come which was the most that they have had going all the way back to 2014. Now, you can argue maybe that's a function of having a starved uh, ecosystem out there for people who want to come watch baseball, and I think that factors in probably uh, a decent amount. But they managed to completely uh, finish their season with very limited resulting troubles. So... Obviously, we're dealing with all sorts of issues with Major League Baseball right now. But the overall numbers from Iowa suggest that this is a, uh, a doable process. Now, they obviously were not traveling out of state. But it's not like Iowa created a big bubble where everybody was able to come and stay. And they opened it up for fans to be present and had the biggest attended sporting events in six years to crown the Iowa High School State Baseball Championships. Now, I think the reason why they had big crowds is because out there in my audience of sports fans, there's a huge demand for people who want to go take their kids to a sporting event. They want to get them into the crowd, even if it's a socially distanced crowd. They want to have something socially to do with the family. They want to be able to go watch sports. And I said earlier, and I've been saying for months, I don't particularly care about crowds in stands, but if Iowa high school baseball has managed to figure out how to crown champs without having any major impact from the coronavirus among those kids who were playing to finish the season, their coaches, and nearly 30,000 people who went and watched, I don't understand why we can't figure out a way to do the same in Major League Baseball and other sports going forward. And what's intriguing is it's not necessarily pro sports that is leading the charge here. There are a lot of you listening out there to me right now who've been going and watching your kids play travel baseball or travel soccer or whatever sport it might be for months with crowds present with no issues whatsoever. So a part of me wonders as we think about this going forward and try to contemplate what the future of sports is going to look like in this country, we can't just look to all the pro leagues to be perfect in the way that they make decisions because everybody's going to be a little bit flawed. But we can also look down levels, right? Because if you're an NFL fan or you are a college football fan, many high schools 
are going to be playing football. In fact, even most high schools are going to be playing high school football games in many parts of our country before there's actually an NFL game or a college football game played. Now, again, the travel is a different scenario, but all of these kids are not being placed into bubbles. So a bubble environment is not the only way to make this happen. What we need is individual player buy-in to make consciously smart decisions. And maybe we need some of these high school kids to sit down with the pro athletes on Zoom and explain how they were able to finish the season with less stoppages than may happen with Major League Baseball or the NFL or college football. How is it that 14 and 15 and 16 and 17-year-old kids in Iowa are able to finish and uh, complete their seasons with 30,000 fans present, and yet we can't find a way for Major League Baseball teams to maybe do the same without a single fan present? It's a fascinating question. And again, I know there's travel scenarios at play here, but you're just going into a hotel. It shouldn't be that much different if you are disciplined The kids are traveling to play on buses too, and they're playing the same game as they're playing in Major League Baseball. So my point here is, first of all, props to the Iowa High School Baseball Association, to everybody out there who went and helped crown their state baseball champions. But we can't just be looking up and expecting the pro leagues to answer everything perfectly. There's method to be gained, lessons to be learned by what might also be going on at a high school level, particularly as it pertains to football, since high school football in most states is going to be back before the NFL or college football. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.